Welcome to On Air, the CFM podcast. For over 50 years, CFM Distributors has been your leading HVACR wholesale distributor in the Midwest. In this HVACR podcast, you'll hear from employee owners of CFM Distributors who will provide you with stories, experiences, resources, and ideas to better your business. You can find more information and episodes on our website at cfmdistributors.com or email us at info at cfmkc.com. Guys, this is Will with CFM Distributors Technical Service and Training Department. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the future of refrigerants. Uh, the future of refrigerants is a class that we are doing this uh, spring, spring of 2020. Um, it's a somewhat of a controversial topic and there's not a ton of information out there on it. Uh, but we are going to be talking about what we do know. And uh, what we do know is that in the future we will need alternate refrigerants to what we're using today in order to reduce the global warming potential, or the GWP. Um, previously, we have already reduced the ODP, which is the ozone depletion potential. Uh, so once again, lots of acronyms in this industry, in this trade. Uh, so with a phase out of R22 into 410A, we reduce the ODP uh, from a certain percentage down to zero. Uh, however, the GWP, the global warming potential, is something that we're still fighting to uh, help reduce. Uh, to, and so, so it really is pretty easy. What we need to do uh, with refrigerants uh, is we need to increase efficiency while decreasing the global impacts. Um, and so what we're gonna talk about today uh, briefly is kind of some highlights of my training class. So let's talk about the past refrigerants. First, we're gonna talk about CFCs, which is chlorofluorocarbenes. So chlorofluorocarbon uh, is abbreviated as CFC. So an example of a CFC refrigerant would be like R12, and it contains a chlorine molecule that was phased out in a treaty known as the Montreal Protocol. The Montreal Protocol was enacted in about 1989-1990. In about 1990 uh, is whenever the CFCs were starting to be phased out. So keep in mind that 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 treaty was a phase out process. Uh, the uh, what we're going to be talking about later on in the podcast is a phase down process not a phase out I'll tell you what that means next we're going to talk about the CFC refrigerants and that's a hydrochlorofluorocarbon and uh, that's an HCFC an example of an HCFC would be an R22 refrigerant Um, and that was known as a short-term solution Although HCFC refrigerants have a far less ozone depletion potential, uh, the ozone depletion potential is far from zero. The ultimate goal at that time was to have an ODP of zero, and uh, and that was whenever we went to, we were about the year 2010 when we started phasing out R22. Um, and we went to 410A from R22 as an industry. Now, R410A is an HFC refrigerant, a hydrofluorocarbon. So an HFC is, has a zero ODP, ozone depletion potential, uh, is 410A. Now, however, the global warming potential, or the GWP, is about 2080, 2088. So the GWP is, uh, is what we're concerned with now, the global warming potential. We want to try to reduce that to help mitigate the environmental impact of uh, 410A refrigerants and HFC refrigerants. Um, so 
moving forward, we're looking to move to an HFO, HFO refrigerant, which is a hydroflora olefin. And that is going to be the next generation of refrigerants with a zero ODP. So we're still remaining with that ozone depletion potential at zero uh, and a much lower GWP, global warming potential. Uh, it will uh, have a high efficiency and it will probably obtain some natural refrigerants uh, to lower the impact of global warming. So refrigerants are classified in two categories, toxicity and flammability. Fortenay refrigerant is classified as an A1 refrigerant, which means it has a very low toxicity and, and no flammability. An A2L refrigerant would signify that it still has a low toxicity. However, it is a mildly flammable refrigerant. So also in the A2 category is an A2 refrigerant, which is slightly more flammable than an A2L refrigerant, but less flammable than propane. If we had a B1 refrigerant, that would indicate a higher toxicity, but a non-flammable refrigerant. Currently, what we're looking at moving forward to in the marketplace is an A2 refrigerant. So A2 refrigerants, A2L refrigerants are slightly or mildly flammable, however, have very low toxicities. You may have heard of R32. Formerly, uh, you may have heard of R32. R32 is a 50% compound in R410A refrigerant. However, there are other structures inside 410A that help to dilute the R32 flammability properties of R32. R32 may be a refrigerant that we will use in the future. Uh, in conjunction with R32, or in addition to R32, uh, we may use refrigerants such as R454B or R452B. Um, however, there is another class of refrigerants known as A3 refrigerants. A3 refrigerants are flammable, such as propane. Propane is also known as an R290 refrigerant. R290 refrigerants have many of the same characteristics of propane, however, it's in its purest or cleanest form. So just running down to the gas station and grabbing a tank of propane will not be suitable for, uh, it will not be suitable for replacement uh, in air conditioning products. Currently, R290 is being used in uh, self-contained or hermetically sealed systems. R290, I think we're in the U.S., we're able to use up to about 150 grams, which is about equivalent to about five big lighters of R290 refrigerant. So the future of flammable refrigerants is close. Uh, it is expected that by the year of January 1st of the year of 2023, uh, we will be using some sort of flammable refrigerant. Now, however, Flammability and flammable is a concerning topic or concerning uh, word that we are using. In most cases, R32, R454, R452B, those refrigerants are self-extinguishing refrigerants. So that means that the refrigerant itself will self-extinguish once the ignition source has diminished. So if we were to hypothetically crack open a bottle of R32 with a lighter in front of it, it would establish a flame and continue to burn. As soon as we took the flame or the lighter or the torch away from that refrigerant, the refrigerant would self-extinguish. Uh, so these refrigerants are not explosive. However, there is a level of concern with flammable refrigerants being used in unitary products. Um, I hope that you guys have found this uh, podcast beneficial. If you have any questions that I can address directly, please feel free to reach out to me uh, via email at willg, W-I-L-L-G, at C-F-M-K-C, as in Kansas City, dot com. 
Once again, willg at cfmkc.com. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and I uh, look forward to uh, doing another podcast shortly. What are some ideas and podcasts that you guys would like to hear from the training and technical service department on? We'd love to hear your uh, thoughts, opinions, and, uh, and what you guys would like to hear in the comments. So please uh, either email me or drop, uh, drop an idea in the comments for us. Thank you guys, and have a good day. Thank you for listening today. You can tune in each Friday right here for new episodes. If you'd like more information, visit CFM's website at cfmdistributors.com or email us at info at cfmkc.com.